Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Coming out of this last eight months and of craziness, we kind of want to just have a conversation about what church means to us, yep. uh, our journeys, where we've come from, and uh, just let you know why we see the church as being so essential yep. and so vital in our lives. I just want to reference once again Psalm 23, which is just a scripture I really love. It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul and he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. You anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is David. Mm. David, the shepherd boy. David, the psalmist. David, the giant slayer. David, the king, saying, I love the presence of God. I love the house of God. I love uh, standing before God. And that excites me that we can allow that passion to rise on the inside of us for the house of God. And Jesus said, I will build my house and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So for me, one of the smartest things we can do in life is commit to building the very thing Jesus laid his life down for. And it's exciting. Yeah, it is. You know, and I, I love that scripture and I think... When I, um, I think of that, that scripture, I think of uh, first and foremost for us personally, yeah. it's us and, and our family and bringing our family into the house of God. Because if I go back to when I was a little girl, um, yeah. you know, we, we went to church every Sunday. I grew up in a Baptist church and it's something that we did every Sunday. Yeah. As I grew, even though it was like, oh, I wasn't really loving it, but the foundations yeah. uh, that were laid. Seeds were sown. Yeah, seeds were sown in my life. And then I had to find my way. I had to you know, a journey a little bit. Uh, but, you know, at this stage of our life, yeah. I realize uh, the those foundations or the seeds that were sown in my life are, uh, are now uh, the fruit of it is yeah. the person I am today. And I suppose we carry that, you know, I know for Christian, you, you know, you grew up in a yeah. A Catholic yeah. um, upbringing. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about that? Yeah, I was raised Catholic, and and I vividly remember. Uh, and again, it was it was every yeah. week. It was some would say religious, but it wasn't. It was routine. My yeah, parents wow. loved God with all their heart. We were charismatic Catholics. Yeah. I was an altar boy. I carried the cross. <laughs> I I did the incense. I I rang the bell at communion time. Uh, and I did schooling till the end of year twelve. Was at a Catholic school, and there yeah. was just a great foundation. And and like you said. It wasn't always uh, exhilarating no. or necessarily so exciting in my younger years, but what it did for me is it formed in me yeah. a uh, commitment to mm. God and his house, yeah. uh, even unknowingly. Uh, and then when I got saved at C3 Church at Brookvale, uh, I, it, was, it was a light bulb moment. I had an encounter mm. with God, and the only way I can describe it is I went from knowing about God yeah. to knowing God, yeah. realizing I could have a personal relationship uh, with Jesus Christ, mm. my Lord and Savior. Before that, I knew the stories and I yes. knew I, I'd read the Bible, uh, but it, it, it didn't come alive to me until I encountered God in his house. I can't remember missing a Sunday. I think I missed one Sunday when I had my hips done, yeah, wow. uh, and that was because it was done on the Sunday. But then the following Sunday, we were back in church. Right, nothing can um, stop him. But it's it, and it's it's just there's a, a drive yeah. and a passion for I want more of God. Yeah, totally. I want to be in His presence, yeah. and 
And I think uh, if we can encourage you mm. uh, in this coming days and coming season is, is let's just press back in. Uh, let's come yes. back together. There's yeah. nothing like corporate worship. There's no. nothing like praying together, worshiping no. together, seeking God. In fact, in Psalm 133, it says this. It says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It's like the precious oil upon the head running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, mm. running down on the edge of his garments. It's like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. If I can, as my testimony, yeah. I feel like I've found life in the house of God. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know everything. I still no. don't. No. But as I started to journey in Christ and I, and I sought God and I, I, I traversed through the scriptures yeah. and I found my prayer voice mm-hmm. and, and, and my connection to God, the one thing I can say is I found life. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and he is life. He so and, is. So. You know, very similar to me. Um, you know, my upbringing is it was all head knowledge. I knew this is what I believe, this yeah. is right, this is wrong, these are the values that my family stands by. Yep. But again, for me, it wasn't until I actually stepped into a spirit-filled, life-giving church that I actually felt and experienced the presence of God yeah. and the realness of God for the very first time in my life because, you know, growing up in the church, it was very re- uh, religious, quite traditional. Yeah. And um, But when I stepped into C3, Christian City Church, back in 1995, I felt the presence of God yeah. so tangible and my life just turned around and I made a decision and I said, you know, God, I'm not going backwards. I'm not going back to my old life. Yeah. I'm stepping forward. And I just went from strength to strength. And I remember when I met you, yeah. babe, and, um, you know, lady. and Christian actually led me um, uh, into uh, the gifts of the Spirit and speaking in tongues and having yeah. that prayer, heavenly language. That was a connect uh, group. It was, yeah. yeah. And that was very foreign to me and it sort of freaked me out a little bit. Um, you know, seeing people being prayed for, but it was just my heart was open saying, God, I know there's so much more. And once I got that touch, yeah. I got that joy, I got that life and just went from strength to strength. And just when you're reading that scripture about, you know, uh, the, the coming of together and, yeah. uh, you know, uh, in unity and um, as, as a body, but I was thinking about our beautiful Ella, uh, it was probably a couple of months ago and it was on a Sunday and she said, Mum, it doesn't feel right. Sundays yeah. feel really different now. And I said, I know. She said, they feel empty. And we just had a conversation about because all my kids have ever known is, yeah. you know, going to church every Sunday and yeah. being in that atmosphere, being in that environment. And, uh, you know, she just spoke up. as like she misses it because she's so used to that. And she's hungering yeah. uh, for the presence of God and to be in the house of God. Yeah. So if, if I can me. encourage you on yeah. that. Matthew 5 says, those that hunger and thirst for righteousness yeah. will be filled. Yeah. That we can actually... Uh, like we get physically hungry, we can get spiritually hungry yep. and we can seek out God and be filled afresh. And I yep. believe this is going to be a time totally. and a season where we draw back together mm-hmm. and we find ourselves refreshed. And yep. I know we've got new rhythms and patterns and yep. ways of doing life right now, mm-hmm. uh, but I want to encourage you, don't neglect getting together. And that's yes. what the scripture says. Let us not le- neglect yep. the gathering no. together. We are the ecclesia. We are the church. Yep. You make up the church and, mm-hmm. and it's vitally important that you come in uh, to the gathering so that we can be the complete church that God calls us to be. And uh, I even remember when you were just talking then about Ella, uh, 
when I used to work at Oxford Falls, C3 Oxford Falls, um, I was on staff, so I was yep. I was pretty well at about seven yep. services a weekend. I wow. needed to be at the youth services, and then I was driving past the fill around the services, but we had our Tuesday night prayer meeting, yep. and it was just such a powerful time. I think it was 6.30 till 7.30. We never got out of there before 8 or 8.30, but I remember Noah wouldn't leave my side. I had to no come home after work pick him up yeah. to come and be in the prayer meeting. Yes. And I just walk around that auditorium for an hour, an hour and a half, praying and seeking God. Yeah. And Noah was in that presence. Yeah. Uh, and even now he jokes around at different times about, you know, I'll, I'll cry out to God for this or uh-huh. I'll cry out to God for that. Again, because there's been a foundation laid yeah. that they realize when when the rubber hits the road, yeah. God is still there. Yeah. He's ever present. He's always mm-hmm. near and I can always go to him. And like Melissa said, there's the, in life, there's twists and there's turns. Yeah. This is a journey of valleys and mountaintops. Yeah. Uh, but again, the one constant is God and his goodness and his mercy and his presence in our lives. So we're just really excited to join back together yes. as a congregation. Yeah. Uh, I do see this as a new season where God is doing a new mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And I'm actually excited and expectant for what he's going to do in your life. And I think as you open yourself up, uh, the Bible says, he who has ears, let him hear what the Spirit Mm -hmm. says. He who has eyes, let him see. Uh, As we open our ears at this time, as we open our eyes, we're going to hear things we haven't heard before, see things we haven't seen before, and God is going to do a mighty work. I I see the church being strengthened, and what couldn't be shaken and what couldn't be broken is going to grow stronger and taller and truer. I I believe we're going to see further. Mm -hmm. The vision for God and his house is going to become clearer upon all of our hearts. And, and truly, this is an amazing time, an amazing opportunity in God yeah. uh, to see the church surge forward. Yeah, I say it most weeks, but we're called yeah. to be salt and light. Mm. We're called to season people's lives and illuminate their paths. Yeah. And we have such a phenomenal opportunity right now yeah. in, in on the Sunshine Coast and the surrounding regions to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ in our communities. Yeah. And I, I want to encourage you. Let's, let's just push in. This has been a, a tough yeah. time. Yeah. But I love what it says in James. In James 1, starting in verse 2, it says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, Mm. knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. Let that man not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. I love what it says in Mark. It says, have faith in God. It goes on to say, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be uprooted and cast into the sea, and it will be. I want to encourage you right now. God, if you if you lack anything in your world, cry yeah. out to God yeah. in faith, believing. This might have been a testing time. Yeah. This might have been a time mm-hmm. of challenges and yeah. strain and storms coming your way. But I love wherever there was an issue, yeah. Jesus said, be at peace. Yeah. He said, my peace I give to you. When the, when the disciples were in the middle of a storm, mm. seasoned watermen that shouldn't really be freaking out about a storm, yeah. Jesus is asleep in the stern. But when he's woken, Master, don't mm. you care? We're going to yeah. die. He simply stood up. Yeah. He didn't even acknowledge that. He yeah. simply stood up and said, quiet, be, be still. still. Mm. And I feel like right now is a great opportunity where we can go to faith and say, quiet, 
be still. still. I'm going to be anxious for nothing. Yeah. I'm not going to let worry consume me. I'm not going to let mm. the thoughts of the future consume me. Yeah. I'm going to put my faith yeah. in today, knowing that God is with me, yes. that he's for me, yeah. and he's gone before me. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And, you know, when you were reading that about um, just the, the trials and the things like that, and I I just really feel if, if, you know, those that are watching today, that the enemy has tried to come after yeah certain things during yeah. this time, during this eight months while we haven't been together. And, um, you know, he'll make us lazy, he'll make us passive, he'll make us complacent. Yeah. But I really feel, and I want to encourage you today to actually stand strong in your yeah. convictions, in your relationship with God. You know the path that you are meant to walk. You know the path uh, that God has for you and your family. And that is to be in the house of God every weekend, yeah. to be in the word every week, to pray, to connect with him, to fight for your family, to fight yeah. for your loved ones, but also having your spiritual radar up so that he prompts you in the right time yeah. to pray because he's watching over you. He's watching over your family. And, uh, you know, the greatest weapons that we have yeah. is the word and prayer and being together as a body of Christ. Yeah. So, you know, I really feel that we need to, to stir ourselves even stronger yeah. during this time because the world is so uncertain. Uh, at the moment, things are up and down as they are, but God remains. He is constant and he has never changed and his word yeah. has never changed. And what so, we'd love is yeah. is for you guys to come together as a connect group. Yeah. We've been going to a whole lot of the different connect groups and yeah. just seeing the strength mm. uh, of relationships that have been formed. And if yeah. I'm hearing Places anything, is, it's yeah. just that, mm. you know what, the superficial has been stripped away and we're, we're, we're down to the nuts and bolts of real relationship, yeah. real conversation yeah. uh, and living life yeah. well. And and what you were saying, you know, that's the devil's MO. Yeah. The only thing he's going to do is come after you. Yeah. But the Bible says, stand firm, resist the devil and he will flee. It goes in another part where it says, when you've done all to stand, stand therefore. Yeah. In other words, God will sustain you. He's enough. His grace and his mercies are enough for you to stand in the time of trouble. Yeah. 1 Peter says, be self-controlled and alert because yeah. the devil, your adversary, roams around like a roaring lion seeking whom yeah. he may devour. He can't devour yeah. someone that is committed to Christ, someone that is walking in God's ways. That is, you know, Psalm 91 says, those that dwell in the secret place yeah. can abide in the shadow of the Almighty. That's prayer in the Word. Yeah. The secret place of getting in yeah. and digging deep and, and speaking to, crying out to God, yeah. hearing from That's God it. and being shadowed yeah. by the Almighty. That's where peace comes. Yeah. And, you know, I was just thinking about, um, as we're talking about this, uh, a beautiful uh, member of our church, actually one of our Connect leaders, uh, you know, she was sharing uh, with me, she said, you know, for so long we, we were so used to coming to church every yeah. weekend and it's like we were spoon-fed. And she said, something I've learned over this last eight months is that I had to actually start getting disciplined yeah. uh, in my in my faith and my relationship with God because I, we weren't able to go to church every week and it was just there for us. So she said, I had to make a yeah. decision for me and my husband and my my daughters to actually press in yeah. and, and seek God and create that space in our home more than we ever have. And yeah. so many things have shifted. And I love hearing that, that there's going to be so many beautiful stories and testimonies. And I think that that scripture that you referenced right at the beginning, babe, uh, in Psalm uh, 23 and right at the end, and this is what the message uh, version puts it like. It says, your beauty and love chase after me. Every day of my life, I'm back home in the house of God for the rest of my life. Yeah. 
And so I think, you know, Christian and I want to really encourage you, our beautiful people, that we don't uh, become complacent. We don't just settle for second best. But God has first best for you and your family because your futures are bright. And that's together as a community. That's together as a beautiful family from strength to strength. Iron sharpens iron, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Well, salvation's a free gift. Yeah. It's bestowed on us because God is so good and so loving. But discipleship Mm. is is a discipline in my it's a decision I make that I will be discipled, that I will walk in God's ways, that I that I will uh, allow those disciplines, whether they're easy or not, Mm -hmm. uh, to be established in my life so that I can grow to become all that God calls me to be. And so this we're not trying to be heavy, we're just trying to encourage encourage you uh he has plans and purposes yep. for your life that Come are on. good to prosper you and not to yep. harm you to give you a future and a hope but walking in god's ways mm. again is a personal decision yeah jude says stir yourself in your most holy faith I, I wish i could have faith for you but i can't it's it, each, each person has been given and deposited the yeah. seeds of faith in their soul we just got to work that mm. the more we work that like a muscle the more it grows develops and becomes yeah. ballast in our soul for whatever storm comes our way yeah. uh but you know what we're we're excited yeah. uh we're, we're excited because we we think of you and we yeah. know you and we look towards the future going God, you love them so much that your hand of blessing is upon their life. And uh, we just, we're excited to walk out this journey with you towards the future. It's beautiful. Well, should we pray? Yeah. In closing. So um, we just want to pray uh, for you and for your family. And, you know, if you just need that, that passion for uh, the house of God to come alive again, you know what, just open your heart to do that. Because I tell you what, uh, there is so much fruit, there's yeah. so much blessing, there's so much favor as we come together in the house of God. And I just can't wait just to be in that atmosphere and that corporate worship because, yeah. you know, uh, so much can happen in that space. But also, you know, some of you, I really feel that your hearts might have just drifted a little bit from your, your personal relationship with God day in and day out, you know, just because of life circumstances over this last year. And I just want encourage you today just to open your heart and say God just realign my priorities realign my love for you first because as we know as we've we've learned not perfect totally you know uh, imperfect but that when we realign with him every day because sometimes we take the reins off Jesus and go no I'm right and he says no just you need to realign it again so some of you today we just want to pray that you just realign with him fresh passion fresh love and you watch what will happen well the amazing thing is you can always restoke a fire yes Uh, even if it's just burnt down and it's just embers you can always Mm -hmm. restoke a fire and get it raging again I love what it says in Acts it says they're all together in one place in one accord and the spirit of God fell and I'm believing that for your family I'm believing that for uh, again your your passion levels that you would truly live not just exist not just survive but you would come alive and thrive because you're filled with the spirit of God you overcome you know any obstacle that comes your way because there's such a passion on the inside yeah. to see God glorified and others blessed. Amen. Let's yeah. pray. Yeah, you pray. Father, I thank you for our amazing church. Yes. I thank you for every person that sees this today. It's a little different. It's you, uh, it's not your classic preaching <laughs> message. You, but Lord. church, we love you. Father, yeah. I pray that you, heaven Jesus. would open over every person's mm-hmm. world. 
and that whatever's needed, Lord God, that you would pour out liberally and without reproach. I pray that our people would rise in faith at this time, that they would sense your presence like they never have before, your touch upon their life, that they would be filled with joy and peace that is unlimited and unmeasured. Father, we worship you uh, through the screen today, next week in person. And and church, we love you. God bless you. Have a magnificent week. And we can't wait to see you 4 p.m. on the 29th of November. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.